Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Alf is my roommate, so... Oh. You know, cat noises. Oh, I don't want to watch a turtle burn. (laughs) Don't piss me off. Not my fire. Not my stone. Oh, hell yeah. Here's some fun trivia for you. Our DM's dog threw up five times during the recording of this episode. Have fun trying to figure out when and where. She's fine, by the way. She's just a huge fan of the show and gets a little starstruck when everyone comes over. Now, let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the battle with Bakrush and Clear Sky was underway. With Cassian having blinded them and Ildov's elemental on the field, the odds were stacked against them. Clear Sky was dispatched with a clever Polymorph and Eldritch Blast combo, while Bakrash used her Wand of Levitation to escape to the third floor, where she was able to enlist the help of some gargoyles. However, with a Fireball and a Sleep Spell, she was put down. But not before sending two gargoyles out of the tower. Ildov quickly cast Fly on herself, Cassian, and Eowyn so they could pursue them, leaving Yarfik in the tower. As Yarfik went to ascend the stairs, a voice from behind him said, What's going on? And that is where we pick up. So, Cassian, Ildov, and Eowyn, uh, you are still just in the stairwell. Ildov has just, I want to fly you, or I just want to fly you all. Uh, You you feel that lightness in your bones, and you have just lifted 
briefly off the ground a little bit. We can sort of drop out of initiative order for right now since there are no more combatants on the field per se. Mm -hmm. uh, though I'm still keeping track of Bakrash's wakefulness. What are the three of you doing? You all know you're flying. Do we, I don't suppose by any chance we heard what happened downstairs? No. There's no way okay. you would have heard that. Well, I'm going to... Cassie's taken off after Gargoyles. Yeah, oh, same. Yeah, same. No, I mean, yeah. So Cass Cassie and Ildov are... I'm going to um, conceal my rape, my Aja's tear under my cloak, but not fully sheath it. I just kind of want it to not be like blasting light all over the place. Okay. So you sort of just like wrap the blade in the edge of your cloak. Basically, uh, but, but yeah. still have your hand on it so you can draw it quickly. Exactly. Okay. And Eowyn, you're following suit, I assume? Yeah, I should fly up. Um, I want to tell like ya, uh, uh, Cassian or Ildov. No, it's Ildov. Like maybe you should tell Yafik what we're doing, telepathy. I have to see him. You have to see. She has to have line of sight. You have to have yeah. line of sight. Oh, okay. Um, um, if anyone has message or sending. Does anyone have message or sending? A way I to mean, Yarfik has sending, but that's not going to be very helpful. <laughs> no, it's not. I Unless he's within 30 feet and I can use minor illusion to just, like, make sounds at him. <laughs> okay, wait. I have an idea, actually. Uh, so prestidigitation technically allows you to create, like, shitty little objects that, like, disappear after a little while. So I could just, like, make, like, a note and just drop it through the holes. <laughs> Is that... Legit. How we... how in how long a message? What are you trying to put on it? Prestidigitation um, can only do so much. Yeah, I just gonna say flying after Goyles kill Bakrash. <laughs> Is that it too much? Flying after Goyles. <laughs> and then C, like a big loopy C, like calligraphy C at the end to that's my signature. Um I, 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 just, I feel like words is a bit too much for prestidigitation because it's like just looking okay, what at about, the spell okay, what about this? a color, a small mark, or a symbol appear on an object. What about little what about little crappy puppets that look like like with their hands held together that look like us flying away and Bacra and Yarfik smashing the cross with a hammer? Um, I mean, I would say you could probably like cast prestidigitation and get that sort of minor image, like put that on the wall. But I don't think you could create that many physical objects in the yes. span of time for you to, okay. like, actually give chase to the gargoyles. All right. Well, never mind then. Well, one Let's of us could fly down through the hole. Yeah, I guess we don't all need to go after the gargoyles immediately. Two of us is probably enough. One of us needs to go down and talk to Yafa. Why? You guys are going after I mean, I'm, not, I'm just saying this from the player point of view. You guys are ready to go, and you don't know what's going on, so I'm coming up. But we do know that Bakrash is only going to be asleep for a minute. It does make some sense that we would want to, like, have somebody on that, and we don't know what's up with you. So, That's like, true. Yeah, and I, you know I'll take a while to get up the stairs because I have short little fat legs. So if, if Ildov and I can both levitate ourselves, even if the fly spell gets disrupted, so it would kind of maybe make sense for us to go after the gargoyles and Eowyn, you know, handle shit here. Sure. I mean, do, uh, are you cool with that? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Because you are. You haven't flown before either. I've not flown before. Flying's not my forte. I mean, you could uh, probably just slip across his throat and come after us if you want yeah. to still be in the action. I'll try it, and I'm still flying, so I have a. Do I? I have plenty of daggers in the bag of holding. <laughs> yeah. 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 Probably yeah, one in your I'm going to fly over to Bakrash. Okay. Not my dagger mail daggers. Are her eyes? I'm gonna stab her through the eye. Oh my Whoa. god! That's because she's plated. 
Yeah, she's a dragon. Oh, right, yeah. right. Yeah, she is. She is scaly. I mean, the the much like a lizard, sort of the the chest and the underside of her neck are like soft tissue. Yeah, uh, but she is scaly otherwise. So the underside of her neck. I just want to get a good brain shot. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Go ahead and roll an attack. Uh, you have advantage. It'll be. Uh, it's plus your. Uh, you can use your dex or your strength bonus. Hmm. I would assume you probably want to use your dex bonus. Yeah, that's just a plus one. So. Oh, oh my god. And that was a four. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so that was a three and a four. So you uh, try to to stab Bakrash, but um, it doesn't cause damage because I didn't roll in that no, one. No, 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 no. It does not wake her so up. So nothing happens. But you're you're <laughs> unable to to get through her tough. This is a physical attack. Her tough outer uh, shell. Uh, you don't do physical uh, attacks. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I mean, we're you could have just cast like going. Firebolt or something. <gasps> <laughs> what? Well, can I, as I'm heading upward, mm -hmm. can I cast Eldritch Blast? So, yes. What I'll say is, Eowyn floated over to try and slit Bakrash's throat. Yeah. But at I'm the last moment, just so like, like <laughs> looks up and it's just like, <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> How do you guys do this How with a physical I, weapon? Okay. I, cool. So you can you can point the, uh, or I stab, the rod down. I stab okay. the head and then it just pushes me away. From yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I point the rod down. It's your first time in zero G. Yeah. And that is a, a plus, uh, what is it? Plus 11. You get advantage though, right? Uh, you do not get advantage oh. technically because prone uh, versus a ranged attack. Oh. Well, that's um, a 23. Yeah, it hits. So. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Two, I'm just going to cast Firebolt then because I get frustrated. Uh, you, you won't need to. Oh. <laughs> okay. That is an Holy. 18 plus 5. That's a 23. 23. So, uh, Eowyn, you are trying to, to stab the blade into uh. Bakrash, uh, but you only succeed in pushing yourself backward and floating away about five feet. And and you yell up to Cassian and Ildov, and on their way away, Ildov... Uh, very points, casually. Yeah, yeah, very casually like, points yeah. the rod, fires out that black bolt of force with these, like, Sort of white lightning arcs that are that go all the way around the beam. Now you, you just hear it go, oh, amateur, <laughs> and it uh, fires out, and it doesn't even bother splitting. It just full force hits Bakrash, and the body sort of like jerks. The eyes flutter open, and then slowly close, and then this energy lifts oh, off boy. the body, and just sort of like on the 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 trail in the air that, that the agonizing bolt left flows along and then just sort of swirls and then right into the tip of the rod. And you feel something you haven't felt before when this oh, happens. Boy. Oh, jeez. You feel <laughs> this like overwhelming emotion mm. of, of a mixture Horniness. of... Oh. <laughs> And apathy at the yeah. same time. Um, no, you, you feel this mixture of love and sadness and rage. Mm -hmm. Almost as oh. if that those those three things were what Bakrash was feeling in her final moments. It's lad rage. Oh. And then Eowyn is like, I loosened that for you. <laughs> Jar of pickles. Right. Jar of pickles. <laughs> Just going to put this back uh. in my head. Put as the knife flowing. away. 
But Crash is dead. That other gargoyle is still there and asleep. Now what? Is Eowyn staying to go talk to Yarfik? Yeah, I want to fly down and warn Yarfik. Okay. Do you guys think maybe you should kill this gargoyle before you go? I I feel like we're on a time. You don't have time. Yeah, you gotta go, and I can kill it on my way back up. Cassian, by the way, was not really sticking around for any of this. I don't think I even saw her. No, Cassian. Honestly, Ildov didn't stop to do that. Yeah, she was. It was a a, a flyby. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna kill my, the gargoyle Turn on the way sideways. back. Sideways. Cool. So I'm gonna go fly down. I can control flames, so I'm not gonna get hit by any yes, of the flames yes, as I fly do down. So you fly down. As you do so, you're controlling the flames, so it parts for you. Mm-hmm. Um, the and two then you greatest liars come out. I peek down. <laughs> I pop my head in and I say, "Hey, uh." And in the doorway is a uh, a cultist, uh, a, a bald male, uh, sort of like an olivey Mediterranean-ish complexion. Bald, like, alopecia style, like, yeah. no eyebrows, uh, no nothing, and just sort of standing in the doorway, like, looking around aghast at the broken stone and the flames overhead, and just, like, having just looked at Yarfik, Yarfik hasn't, has, like, barely even turned around at this point, and just, like, what is going on? Yes! <laughs> what is going on? Thank <laughs> everything of Elder Zone, you showed up. Who... Who are you? Where where are Bakrash and Clear Sky? I was about to ask you the same thing. That's not a lie, though. No. Is, is, you were not actually going to ask him my, that. My head is just popped through the hole right yes. now. As though I'm not, like, flying. It's not that bad. Seven. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's not a net one. I can clearly see that you are covered in the dust of stone, meaning you must have broken something here. What did you do? I fell. I was going to help them out, and I fell through the hole. Then who the hell is that? He points directly at Eowyn's head. Isma. <laughs> I am here. My partner Isma. we were up there helping out to see what was going on. I fell through the hole. I tripped. I am here to help. <laughs> Do, can you help with flame? Do you have water? Eowyn, roll deception. <laughs> uh, oh, that's not so bad. 15? 15. Uh, well, what are you doing up there to try and help? Mm, you're right. <laughs> and then I, I, can I stop flying? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, no, I don't want to stop flying, but like, can I just like hold yourself over the Can I, uh, you're right, I'll come down, and then I pop my head back out. Okay. Yeah, I mean, with, so with, when you have fly cast on you, you can control it, so if yeah. you want to be on the ground. I want to look like I'm on the ground, can. and then I, I walk down the stairs. Sure. So you do that, and you walk down the stairs. And I want to look and see if he's alone. Is there anybody behind him? Can I look through the door at all? Uh, so yeah, you, uh, roll perception, actually. Should I do the same? Are you doing that? Yeah, I would like to see if you Okay. If well, that's a nat one. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> that is a 20 not natural. Okay, oh, so uh, Eowyn, you don't see much because you're, you, you've never flown before and you're still trying to really control this very well. <laughs> you have a bouncy step. And you have a very bouncy step. Uh, Yarfik, you look out and there, a, a small crowd does seem to have formed. Oh, and it does look like some people... Are, like the the fire can now be seen through those arrow slits on the second floor, um, and smoke is like billowing out of the top of the uh, the tower. So there are people who are, are like you can hear callouts in the background of like, get buckets. I was about to say the same thing. 
I'm <laughs> trying to put out, I was putting out the fire. How? What were you doing to put out the fire? Oh, uh, I told you And why did you on... stop? I'm, well, let me, well, you told me to, uh, Who are uh, you? I'll go back up. <laughs> Who are you? I asked you first. Well, you need to answer first because you look, uh, the situation you are in is a lot more incriminating than mine. <laughs> Who are you to talk to me that way? The person who's asking the questions. Yeah. Who are you? And I don't stop have to Stop dodging the question. Who are you? How dare you speak to me that way? How dare you raise your voice to a person trying to help out our betters? Now, if you have a question, that's fine. Answer me first. I am here on a very, very secret mission that we were trying to help them out with in the first place. Something went wrong, and I want to know who I'm speaking to! And I cast Thaumaturgy at the same time to have my voice ring out as loud as possible, shaking in the columns. <laughs> I'm intimidating him. I am, like, going full intimidation. Roll intimidation. Thirteen. Thirteen. You, you do that, you, you make it shake just a little bit amidst all of the fire and flame, and uh, you see he takes a moment, takes a breath, looks at you, snaps his fingers, and his eyes glow purple, and he goes, I'm not afraid of you, nor do I have any reason to be. Now I ask you a question. Who are you, and what are you actually doing here? I say, look, is he intimidating me, or is he just doing it? He's just showing he's not afraid of you. Yeah. I said, time is of the essence. Not a lie. Um, <laughs> I believe Clear Sky and Bakrash are upstairs. Not a lie. Uh, <laughs> there's fire. We need to move. Also not a lie. Yeah, also not a lie. <laughs> That's the smartest thing either of you has said so far. <laughs> do you have any ability to control flames? What? I do! <laughs> Go up there and see what you can do. I will. I go up there. <laughs> you, we are not done. And he goes back out of the building, and you can hear him start shouting directions off to people, like, uh, "You go get buckets. Uh, you uh, make sure you have the water. You, we need uh, we need a brigade of people who can come in and help us control these flames." <laughs> yeah. So I, I go back upstairs. When no one can see me, I fly back up through the hole and see if I can see Cassian and. Ildov. Uh, so at this point, Cassian and Ildov have had uh, the the fly speed is like sixty feet. Yeah, around. they're long gone. So they're they're pretty much long gone. But the gargoyle's awake. Yeah. So I, I put my head back up and I go. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, uh, so it is uh, like gotten up and it's no longer sleep uh, asleep. Its eyes are open, and just as you pop your head up, you can see it's rushing for the stairs. Uh, I I cast um. Uh, sleep again? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I know its health is low enough. That That's sleep affected. That sleep affected it after it affected. After Backrash. it affected. Backrash. So I'm just going to kill it. Uh, I'm going to cast scorching ray on it. Okay. Go ahead and roll three attacks. Three d twenties. Nat twenty. Okay. Uh, twenty three. Okay. And twenty four. <laughs> they all hit. They all hit. Is and that... you don't even need to yeah, roll I don't the damage. Need to roll <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, so you do that and it just like breaks into three pieces and then hits the yep. ground and with all of the sound below you, it doesn't even like stick out to the people uh down on the first okay. floor. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Yarfik, you're still down on the bottom floor, Eowyn's up top. Yep. Uh this person who was just shouting orders at everybody comes back in with with like four other people in tow. Two of them rush up the stairs. One of them has a bucket, the other one is is has a wand out, like they're they're gonna start to control flames. The two others begin picking up the statues and dragging them out. And the the person who is shouting orders comes in and says, Well you can at least make yourself useful. Help me carry this. 
sure. So I uh, pick up a statue and start dragging it outside. Well, I, I, I sort of do. I'm, I'm just <laughs> okay. controlling flames so, I, I, so that when they see me, I look like I'm trying to help. Flame, 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 flame down, flame down, flame okay. away. So you're all controlling flames as they, they walk around. Uh, one of them is just like, like doused the floor with a bucket of water just just let it run all over so mostly what you're putting out now are like the tables and the structural supports and um as as these flames wink out there's still like this this overwhelming smell of smoke obviously from the water having doused the flames like a lot of smoke is rising from that and you can hear this like creak and sway almost in the tower like the there probably needs to, a structural engineer needs to come in here and fix some things up before this place is really going to be useful again. Amongst all of this, one of them finds Clear Sky's body and, um, like, leans down to try and find a pulse, and there is none. Um, and they, they stand up and they're like, Clear, it's Clear Sky. She's, she's dead. <gasps> and the one goes, God, well, where's Bakrash? Bakrash would never leave Clear Sky alone. Oh, God. Oh, God. And, um, they do you say anything or you keep. Mum, mum is the, the word. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I just look concerned. Okay. <laughs> and they're, uh, so they, they keep finishing up. Meanwhile, uh, on the first floor, they're still, uh, you've gotten two of the statues out now between the two groups of people yep. going back in for more. The two that are on the floor with you, Eowyn, uh, sort of, they, they get all of that under control and then they see that there's there's fire on the floor above as well. And they're uh. like, okay, well, let's, let's go up and see what's going on. We've, there's more fire to get. And they, they continue up the stairs, and uh, one of them is a... Uh, can I go a, up first? Sure, if you want to, you can... Okay, I want to be up ahead of them. How how far ahead of them can I be? Considering flight is still active on you, yeah. you can move very quickly, quote-unquote, yeah. and sort of, like, you know, <laughs> shoot yourself up the stairs. I just want to buy myself a little bit of time, just to cast control flames so that Bakrash's body is on fire when they come up. Okay, yeah, you cool. can do that. Cool, um, yeah. That's that's pretty easy. There's enough fire in the room for you to be able to cool, do cool, that. Cool. I just want to make sure that, that they they see flames flame on the body and don't assume any other reason of death. <laughs> so they uh, they follow up uh, behind you by a matter of like ten seconds, mm-hmm. um, but they get up and immediately they're they're going about the same thing, putting out flames, trying to get control of everything. You're helping still, mm-hmm. I assume. And as you do that, one of them finds Bakrash's body, and they're like, oh. Crush and they control flames and, and wink the flames out of existence and again lean down, feel for a pulse and oh, there's no pulse. What happened here? You're looking, you're looking at me. I'm just sort of looking around. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I can't imagine what would have happened. Why? Who could have done this? They don't use anything flammable. <laughs> it. It must have been something pretty amazing or, or <laughs> crazy. <laughs> like, well, help me get the body. We should bring it down. Yes. She'd want to be with Clear Sky. She would. Yeah, they were a couple, you guys. Yeah. <gasps> Interspecies. Oh, Aww. Aww. <laughs> they died in the same way together. If a dragon <laughs> and a tabaxi can find love. Yeah, yeah. Right. Even There's hope for all of us. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, do you want do you want feet or shoulders? Uh, I'll roll for it. Uh, <laughs> roll I have D2. a D two if you want. D two, yes, I do. Yeah. Um, heads is shoulders. No, I mean one is shoulders, <laughs> two is feet. 
shoulders. Heads his shoulders. That's my favorite shampoo. And knees yeah. and knees are feet. Heads his shoulders. Heads his shoulders is what Quailar uses. Actually. Tails his feet. Yeah. <laughs> so did, I'm sorry. Did you get? Head? I got a head. Yeah. So, head. I need to pick up the shoulders. so you grab under the shoulders, and the other one grabs the feet, and you mm-hmm. sort of slowly uh, bring the body down. Uh, meanwhile, by this time. Uh, Yarfik and the crew downstairs have gotten all of the statues outside and uh, the the three of you come down the stairs so you're all out of the building and this person who's in charge looks at at Yarfik now and says okay the flames are all out yes looking at, at you three yes I see both clear sky and Bakrosh are dead what full deception <laughs> 16 16 you're not as convincing as you think you are. Uh-huh. What happened here? I didn't know they were dead. I saw, when we were upstairs, we saw them lying on the ground. We were checking on them quickly. You just got here when we got here. Look, you can cut the bullshit, okay? I want to know what happened in here. I, I don't know other than what I told you. When did you enter this building? Not very long before you got here. Maybe five minutes. We were delivering the crystals from, uh... I'm trying to remember me playing the, uh... The drow that uh, Rennick. Rack, Rennick. <laughs> we were delivering crystals from Rennick, and we came upon this. There was fire going on. We ran inside to see what was going on. Roll deception. <laughs> With advantage because we were actually coming. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna give you one more chance to come clean before we put you in the stocks. Um, at this point, where are Cassian and Elder? Yeah, I mean, do we see this all happening with the crowd and everything? Because if we see, like, things forming... So you don't see this happening because okay. you flew off after the gargoyles. Okay. You didn't even pause to kill Bakrash. You did yeah, it yeah. on the move. Right, right, right. Okay. We were coming from Renix to deliver crystals. There was an argument because we were here with our group to inspect what they were doing as we had with Renick. And unfortunately... We were told to leave. We were going down. A fire broke out. We don't know how. I know they don't use, probably use a lot of fire in stonework. And I was running back upstairs to go check on what was going on. We had left our two companions up there with them. That's all I've got. I didn't see our two companions. Not a lie! (laughs) And I, I mean, I show them the carts right there. The crystals are in the cart. Crosses his arms, turns around, and points at two particularly burly cultists one of them is a half orc one of them is just like a big ass human dude's like six five easily it says you two grab this one put him in the stockade i don't trust him we'll get the real story so they come over and they each grab you under one arm and lift you off the ground right and begin carrying you up the uh the incline to the top mesa eowyn what are you doing i i just go uh, 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 yes, I say, uh, yes, it's, it's wise for you to be sending him to the stockades. <laughs> Am I f- close enough to be able to hear him? Yeah, yeah, you can or hear, hear her. Okay. I bow my head and mumble under my breath as much as I can while trying to send a sending to Cassian. Roll stealth. <laughs> Seven. Oh, <damn> <laughs> um, Flirty. So the, uh, the half-orc looks down and sort of like slaps you mm-hmm. and actually sticks his finger in your mouth. <laughs> I bite. He takes it. Whoa. But uh, it says, no, he's trying to cast a spell. I know it. 
We've dealt with this kind before. So then now you're walking along with uh, a half-orc finger in your mouth. Here's a real question. Mm-hmm. What would be the DC if I was trying to use my momentum to try to roll four and like roll us all and use my weight to roll us down so I can get away? So I can't tell you what the DC right. would be. But, but, you can it would attempt. Be a, would it be a high DC base? Because I'm trying to figure mm. it out. It would be difficult. Yeah. It would be difficult. It wouldn't be held easy. By two people. Right. It's not going to be a five. Right. How long does flight last on me? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Okay. How many minutes have elapsed? Uh, three. Three. Okay. Um, this has all been pretty whirlwind. I'm just gonna look around <laughs> to see if there's any place <laughs> I can fly to that would be nice and out of the way. So there's still like a big group of people, and the dude who was shouting directions is now shouting to other people of like, like you go in carefully uh, retrieve anything that looks important. Uh, you, uh, we need an architect to come in and assess the building for structural issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, just sort of like giving people jobs to do. And then a lot of other people now are like breaking off to go back to like picking their bundles back up, doing whatever they were doing before. Mm-hmm. Seems like they kind of have a system in place for what to do when this happens. Okay, I just kind of nod my head and walk away. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which, which are you going... So you're at the bottom of the incline is yep. where the tower is. Are you going up or are you going back down into the lower city? Cassian and Ilda flew towards the upper city. Well, then I walk towards the upper city. Okay. So you're sort of following your effect. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And you can see that now my mouth is sealed. Yep. I can't. Can I make myself throw up? <laughs> cast a lily. Uh, can I cast a lily? Cast lily. That's the magic word for it. Roll a constitution check. And you want a low number. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, except that that, that worked. Yeah, uh, no. So that's a 22. 22 on your constitution check. So uh, this, in this case, what that means is that you have such uh, gastrointestinal control uh, <laughs> that you are actually able to make yourself vomit. And luckily, you've just eaten. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you've, you've got that some stew in you, uh, and it is coming up out. Right. So you uh, throw up. The half-orc, like, feels it coming pretty much. Um, cause like you, that, that like the that deep in your throat, that glottal bit, you can just feel that muscle pulse. He takes his finger out and you basically throw up into his meaty fist. Okay. And he's like, Oh God, that's disgusting. Ugh. And he, he like drops your arm so that he can like wring his hand out. No sympathy vomits from either one of them. No, no, they're both, they're both in control. Um, and, um, so the, uh, he's I, I- like, and I say, I got more coming. Oh, God. So now the uh, the human big dude sort of adjusts you in his hold. So he has you like Bjorn style facing out from him so that he's like, oh, I don't want to get any on me. This is so gross. But he sort of got you yeah, uh, still like arm I'm locked. I'm going to take my foot and ram it into his crotch. Roll yeah. an attack. Just straight attack. Strength. Ram it into his It's an his unarmed crotch. attack. Yeah, so so strength, no proficiency. Uh, that is a uh, 21. 21. 21 hits. So go ahead and roll damage. And that's a d4? Uh, no. Oh, sorry. There is no damage for you to roll. No. It's a one plus your strength modifier. That's it. So that's four. Four. So, so like a d4 you um, swing back with your foot and hit him right in the nuts, uh, doing four damage. And he, uh, he, he drops you. Um, so you've got now like vomit all down your your stomach, um, and he drops you and you fall prone to the ground. Can I try to run or uh, I'm gonna fall? Not prone? yet. Okay. Um, so I, I can't roll through it or no. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the uh, half orc now still throwing his his hand trying to get everything off of it. Didn't see it happen. He rolled a natural one. <laughs> so he didn't. He, got, he, he didn't got some see it happen. He's like, yeah. 
Um, so now you you have an opportunity to do something. So do I have time to look around and see where I am, or should I just go? I mean, you can take a moment, I suppose. I'm going to literally look what direction is open and see if there's a place I can run to hide quick. Um, so you're still on the earthen incline. Yeah. There is There are no buildings there. Is there like a drop-off on either side? Uh, there is a drop-off on the to your right. Mm-hmm. But from the height you're at now, you're probably looking at like 30 or 40 feet. I'm going to roll off it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to. So you uh, pop up and you just dash right off the side. Um, you see this. <laughs> I'm watching the whole thing. And it's... People I'm assuming are facing away from me. Nobody's really looking at me right now. No, no. You you are not under suspicion. Right. So <laughs> you dash off the side just trying to escape all of this. Yeah. And you leap as you get to the end and you're just tumbling through the air and um, roll dexterity. Roll a dex save. Okay. <laughs> My goodness. Ah, that's good. That's a 22. 22, okay. Um, so uh, you still take damage oh, yeah, 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 if you yeah. don't take as much as you would have. Uh, so you're basically able to like roll when you hit the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would have been 12 damage is only 8 damage, but, but... it's 16 damage because <laughs> of the thing that you still don't know about. Uh... So you take 16 points of bludgeoning damage um, as you sort of hit the ground and roll, and you find yourself just sort of like... At the base of this cliff, there are some buildings ahead of you. You you can see, like, Quelar's lab is sort of off in the distance. It looks like what's ahead of you is, like, housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, maybe 100 feet or so. I'm going to go for it and see if I can find an open door. Okay. So you uh, go running forward. Um, meanwhile, the um, the half-orc and the, uh, the big guy who were carrying you, the big guy has, like, gotten himself up off the ground now, and Eowyn, you can see this happening. Mm-hmm. And the half-orc is, like, now, uh, the big guy is, like, yelling something at the half-orc, like, oh, little bastard, kick me in the nuts. <laughs> um, uh, and the half-orc is, is, like, wiping his hand on his, his robe at this point, like, oh, I threw up on my hand, it's so gross. <laughs> uh, and they're like, yeah, he just jumped off the side. And it's like, oh, shit, we gotta go after him. So they, uh, they run to the edge, and they, like, look out and see where he is, and then they begin running down the incline. Uh, so Cassian and Ildov yeah. <laughs> are chasing guys. the gargoyles. So two gargoyles went off flying. They went uh, sort of uh, north and east, uh, so towards the, the upper mesa. They didn't have, like, much of a head start on you, uh, but it seems like they move at roughly the same speed as you. Mm. So they're about 100 feet away. But you can still see both of them. They're they're in like a tight group. They're they're right next to each other. Co-pilots, wingmen, if you will. You can blast them, right? Oh, <laughs> I can blast them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. There are three of them. Two, two. of them. Two of them. Yes. Dose. Split right. the beam. So baby. we're gonna split the beam. Yeah. Roll two attacks. One of these is a 19, and the other is a. 28. Whoop. They both hit. Great. I love that. So D10 for each, plus your charisma. Mm. Well, all right. That's a six for one, and then a 13 for the other. Six and a 13. So uh, you let loose an agonizing blast. It splits just sort of dovetails in the air, and the beams trace, and they hit each of them, like, right in the along the spine, right between their wings. 
And you can see they both, while they were flying away, they both sort of like stop and swoop around in the air to face the two of you. Nice. Um, and they see the two of you and they go rushing ahead towards you. Awesome. So now we got to roll initiative for this this little battle. This aerial battle. This dog fight. Ooh. Uh, that's an 18 for initiative. 18. Awesome. Nice. Uh, which if what is your dex, Ildov? My dex is uh, plus. Oh, it's a twelve plus one. It's a plus one, and yeah. Cassian yours plus three. I forget what the score is okay, exactly. Cool. So Cassian will go first, then Ildov, then the gargoyles. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna swoop towards whichever one. I don't suppose I can tell which one was hurt worse by that blast, can I? Uh, not really. Okay, then just towards whichever one is closer to me, since they're you want coming. Left or right? They're pretty equidistant. Oh, uh, right. I guess. I can, am I? Can I get to it? Or um, it, considering that you're all sort of converging on each mm-hmm. other, I'd say yeah, sure. Okay. So as soon as we're, cl- I want to get like really in, really close, like practically grapple distance, so that like as much of the light from Aja's tear is kind of like blocked in between us as possible. And I'm actually holding up my cloak on one side to kind of cover it as much as I can, <laughs> and okay. uh, and stabbing it. Okay, rolling so attack. That'll be. Um, that's like a twenty-three. Yeah, 23. Yeah, that hits. Okay. And damage-wise, that'll be 11 damage. 11 points of damage. Great. Uh, so you uh, swoop in and 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 stab midair, uh, and now you two are sort of like right up next to each other. Uh, Ildov. I mean, I'm just going to blast them again. Yeah. Okay, are you going to split the beam again? Yeah. Okay, cool. Split your beam. Split the beam. Split my beams. <laughs> Guys, is this like totally beaming stuff? 19 and a uh, 30. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they both hit. One a little bit harder. Um. <laughs> that was fun. That's fun. That's a seven and an 11. With all your pluses? With all my pluses, cool. yeah. Okay, so uh, another beam goes flying out, dovetails, hits each one in the face. <laughs> um, and they both take a good. Field up they tails. both have little mm. bits of. There's a little cracking going on. A cracking where? The dreaded sky cracking. Sam, write that enemy. The cracking is an enemy. Sky cracking. No, a sky cracking. Oh, it's cracking. It's cracking. Also known as like a Cthuloid. But no, just a little bit of sort of cracking in like the outer carapace on them. Uh, and it is now their turn. So gargoyle number one, uh, being right next to Cassian, is going to uh, do the old bite claw combo. Uh, first claws, attack is claws. a miss. Second attack is a miss. Nice. Uh, and the second one is also going to fly over to Cassian uh, because he's right there. So, yeah. Bite claw, claw bite. Bite and claw. Um, bite so and claw. the bite is a 22, and the claw is a non-natural 20. Okay. So you take three points of piercing damage and six points of slashing damage. Uh, I'm going to say, who taught you to fight? A statue of your grandmother? And try and reduce the damage with cutting words. Um, oh, okay, great. Well, that takes one point of damage off. So, so it was uh, it was three and six, so you take eight instead of nine. Eight instead of nine, okay. Uh, and Cassian is your turn again. Okay. Same move, nothing fancy. Another uh, cloak stab. So this will be, uh, that's a 29 Yeah, that's Ooh, sweet. Uh, so that is a 15 points of damage. 
Uh, I guess on the one that I've hit already. Just keep whittling away at that one. That one is is definitely looking worse off than the other one is nice. at this point. So you whip your sword out of the uh, the cloak again to stab through and then dip it back into the cloak. So there's just this sort of yeah. like brief flash of light stab and then back A snicker in. snack, if you will. Sure, yeah. Jabberwalk that motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and uh, Ildov, you're up. <clears throat> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. We're just gonna in a beam. Yeah. Um. So we've got. Yeah, they both hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a twenty-one and a twenty-two. Yes, they both hit. <laughs> so. Uh, that's an eight, and a seven. Eight and seven. Okay. So again, beam, boom, boom. Uh, more cracks appearing. The one in front of Cassian looks even worse off now, almost like it's struggling to stay aloft. Uh, and it is the gargoyles' turns again. They're still focused on Cassian. Um, so that is a 23 and a, uh, and a 14. So the 23 hits. So that first one that, that uh, you've been harrying the most reaches forward and bites you into six points of damage as it just digs its stone teeth into your shoulder. The second one uh, that is an 18 on the bite. That'll hit. And a seven on the claws. So the second one reaches forward and digs its teeth into your other shoulder uh, for five points of piercing damage. So you are like a, a pinwheel right now with both of these, one on either side. Lillian Fred Carnage, shut your fucking mouth in more ways than one. I love her. Okay. <laughs> and Cassian, it is your turn. Gonna keep trying to destroy this one that I've weakened. Uh, 23. Yeah. Followed by a nine. Uh, okay. So you stab forward, you hit it like center mass solar plexus area. And as the blade goes in, once again, this magical weapon able to pierce this, it goes in, comes out the back, and then this fissure forms, and it just splits into two. <laughs> and the two halves fall towards the city below. Oh, okay, uh, cool. Uh, watch out. <laughs> Where's your lunar plexus, I wonder? Oh, your lunar plexus. That's, that's your butthole. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's why they call it mooning. Yeah. Jesus. Oh. This raises so many questions lunar about plexus. werewolves. Lunar plexus. <laughs> uh, and uh, Ildov, it is your turn. There's only one left. Double tap. All right. Double tap. Ooh, that that's is a nat 20. Ooh. <laughs> so roll your 2d10, double that damage, and then add your charisma. Uh, okay, so that's 13, 26, 31. Nice. <laughs> Isn't it double the dice? It's double the dice. It's double the dice, but charisma, oh, because she didn't split the beam, it's not yeah. an extra Correct. five twice, so it's just an extra yeah. five once. Okay. Yeah. So 31 damage. So you <laughs> well up, and eat. this <laughs> gigantic <laughs> Eldritch Blast comes flying out. Oh, man. And it fires out of you loud enough that it makes a noise. Oh. Like, oh. like like break the sound barrier kind of Whoa. stuff. Fires out, actually knocks you back a little bit in the air. Much and, like when Aeon stabs somebody. Yeah, similar. <laughs> it's very dirty. Um, but with a little more force behind yeah. it. And it fires forward and it hits the gargoyle, and the gargoyle immediately just all of these cracks form and it shatters into this rain of of, of shards of stone, but very clearly in all of that rain is that carved 
blue shard of arcane soul, which begins to like flash, and uh -oh. then slowly the the soul energy rises out oh of that and God. swirls through the air in this sort of like strangely janky pattern, and and it flies towards you and then sort of enters the uh, the the rod, the orb at the end of the rod in this odd angle. And um, this time you do feel horny because that's how much is this life. And and you wanna fuck? I <laughs> know uh, there's no emotion associated with this one. It's just it's almost like the the clear lack of emotion there. Almost uh. like it's all been sapped out of this soul. Okay. But otherwise, the rest of it rains down. And now Cass you and Cassian are still in the air. You've got probably about five minutes left on your fly spell. Mm -hmm. And both of you roll perception. Oh, boy. Ugh, 11. That's an yeah, me too. Oh, no. Both of you with an oh 11. Oh, my God. Uh, what? Oh, no, sorry. 12. Oh. <laughs> uh, a cursory, sorry, cursory glance down, you've attracted some attention. Okay, I swoop oh. away. <laughs> I say, yeah, let's I guess hustle. we should both swoop. Is there like a place where we can kind of hide? <laughs> swoop, like in the air. <laughs> swoop, swoop, mm -hmm. swoop, um, swoop away from the people who are looking up at you, so they can't really tell where you've landed. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's so, go up um, first. You're you're over. a feigned swoop. Yeah, you're, you're you're over the upper mesa right now. Mm -hmm. uh, looking around, like to the the left and right are the the majority. There's the whole eastern mesa and the the rest of the western mesa. Mm -hmm. um, if you were to go farther north, that that land looks m less settled. It looks like a lot of like farm country sort of stuff up there. Well, let's go to the farm country. Where is that relative to like where Yarfik and everybody are? Uh, it is the opposite direction. <laughs> Well, yeah, Yafik's down here. Well, I'll, we are both pretty good at lying, though, so yeah. we could just try to talk our way out of it. How much attention have we attracted, Sam? Yeah, how many? How many followers do they have, Sam? What's this? What's our? Yeah, what's our like reach? <laughs> um, the, well, how good are they on the grams? It's it was hard to tell with okay. your glance down. You were pretty high up, and you could just see that there was a lot of activity down there. Clearly, I mean, you just dropped two statue halves on the ground and you were sort of making these flashes of light which didn't seem like things that are probably common occurrences okay so they can see they know that something was up here killing gargoyles but they can't necessarily like make out any identifying details of us would you say not so far as you can tell okay i say we just i say we just head back i mean what are these people really gonna do like we'll come up with some lie later like we okay. don't need to go go down and explain ourselves to these yahoos they don't know who we are yeah, okay. So you're going back to the tower? Um, <laughs> they don't know. You don't know what's gone on with Eowyn and, and Yardfix, so. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll head back towards the tower, yeah. Right, yeah. Well, because we want to, we are hoping they're still there, so. Right. I have a thought here, by the way. Uh, uh, I, I have a, I have some an idea of how we can kind of salvage this a little bit, or at least deflect it. Okay. What if we go back and... Oh wait. So we don't. E we literally don't even know that like anybody else was at the tower. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. Yeah, never mind don't. then. I don't have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I, say, I have an Cassian. idea for a song that I want to write. Tell me how this melody strikes you. <laughs> I don't. Cassian, now is not the time to be writing songs. <laughs> it's always. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> You've changed. Uh, so Cassian and Ildov uh, begin to head back towards the tower. Uh, meanwhile, Eowyn has witnessed the two uh, burly men having just lost control of Yarfik and go running down after him. 
with Yarfik now running towards the the buildings, just trying to find a place to hide at the base of the incline. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eowyn, what are you doing in this moment? Uh, I don't really know. How far away from I am the dining... How far away from the dining hall am I? <laughs> uh, I mean, the dining hall, you're a, a decent distance away because it's back up in the, the upper city. Mm. But if you wanted to go get some lunch... Well, I don't know. I feel like that's a good place to just sit. <laughs> and, and wait and for things. regroup? You could absolutely do that. Yeah. Because I, I feel like it's dangerous to go get Yarfuk. I feel like... He can I, handle can't, himself. I can't go back to the tower. And, yeah, I want to go back to the dining hall. Okay. So, Eowyn, <laughs> you go walking up the incline to find that dining hall again so that you can sort of sit, wait, and regroup. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, Oh, man. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com and you can check out the other podcasts from Puma Knife at teampumanife.com. Now, what say you send a message that is a true strike against confusion by subscribing to and reviewing the show, therefore granting clairvoyance to those in search of sanctuary? If you had the ability to detect thoughts, then you would know we'd also like to silence the major illusion that we are a symbol without foresight. So. Calm your emotions and enhance our ability to keep the show going by supporting us at patreon.com slash IWVTCast. We're not speaking in tongues, nor are we exercising glibness. This is a prayer of healing for our sanity and time. We'd move Earth for you if you were willing to aid us by going to dumpstattees.com and buying a sweet t-shirt using the divine word IWPod at checkout. Now, don't blink. That blur isn't just daylight. It's our wiki over at iwvt.fandom.com. You should misty step over there and help us dominate that monster with your illusory script. Heat the metal of your spike growth, call lightning on your tsunami, and sequester your magic jar. The improvised weapons theme, fight music, and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's latest album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify. And you can hear the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from battlebards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for BattleBards Prime, or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. Tune in next time to find out how Yarfik plans to get out of this pickle, what Cassian and Ildov will find when they get back to the tower, and what Eowyn is thinking about having for lunch. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons.
This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>